You You are are now now listening listening to The The Black Black Spark, Spark, a podcast about actively balancing healthy relationships, mindful parenting, and mental and physical wellness in this this crazy crazy world. world. I guarantee that I will spark the the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job, is to spark somebody else watching us. Welcome to The Black Spark. Welcome to The Black Spark. I'm your host, Nia. And I'm your host, Adai. And welcome to Women's History Month. Yes. Actually... Didn't we? The last episode was released, I think, on March 1st. I think we were supposed to welcome them then. We had missed that. <laughs> and I'm not ready today. <laughs> no. Well, it's awesome because you bought the Black 365 calendar that you have up in their yes, room. And, and all the cards. And we've been reading them every morning. Yes. A little tidbit of here So and we are still just like preserving the Black History Month Oh, vibe. yeah. It's, it's called Black History Year. Uh-huh. It's called Black History Life. Know yourself. <laughs> get it together. And so there are Black women on their calendar. Oh, yeah. Stuff a bunch. That they, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we're not failing the children. We're just, we're just not prepared to. Yeah, we're not prepared for think. a lot of things. It's called parenting. <laughs> <laughs> How was your week? The highlight of my week is that I'm feeling good. Yay. Yeah, the week was like, like I don't mean to be in, harping on the same things all the time. It was super productive. The, the thing That's is, good. I woke up. Early ish. Well, you woke up every day. Yo, I woke up every day. Look at that. Look at Look God. Look at God. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I woke up early, early ish every day, and um, I did a little bit of meditation or exercise. Each nice. Morning. And then TJ tried to join in, but she wanted to be on top of my back, and I was like, yeah, I'm not ready for that. Time in a month. <laughs> Like she's like, why can't I ride on your back while you do push-ups? Honey, because I'm not as strong as I used to be. I'm tired of like having this conversation. <laughs> Can you go do something else, please? Wow. <laughs> and this right. and I joined in for jumping jacks, too. Oh, nice. Did but, she yeah. have any rhythm? Did she have it together? Of course. It was just bouncing and hands going up and down. <laughs> okay. That's the jump. That's a four-year-old jumping jack. <laughs> okay. She looked like a brother. Yeah. I was, what was the highlight? Of your week, my dear. Oh, I have two highlights. Looks like <laughs> what? Not like medium lights. <laughs> medium lights. <laughs> I co-moderated a clubhouse room with a wonderful young woman, middle-aged mom. She calls herself named Cynthia. Mm. We were hosted by the My Sisters Keeper room on Clubhouse, and we did a room on Wednesday. We're going to do it every Wednesday in March at six o'clock. Pacific and nine o'clock Eastern. This one was talking about are you um, are you building lasting relationships? Yeah. And we talked about intentional coupling. So that was really interesting. Intentional coupling meaning dating with a purpose. Yes, and, yes, yes. You know, knowing what you're going into this for, not yes. just for fun and whatever, but right to actually make this work. Yeah, actually to find... put myself into this and really try to make it work. Yeah. So we talked yeah. about that. That was really fun. We had a lot of people in the audience a lot of people on stage and it was wonderful it was wonderful so join us it's the my sister's keeper club and we have a room every wednesday in march at six o'clock pacific nine o'clock eastern this week we are talking about communication effective communication and relationships mm. so that's gonna be fun yeah that uh, was, but, it was like if i could jump in it was yes. dope it was dope i just went in there to be in the audience and then one of the people invited me to the stage it and was I not me <laughs> I did not invite him. I was trying to be a uh, moral support in Clubhouse, and I ended up on stage. Love it. Mad people came through Drop Gems, y'all. So yeah. you to check it out. And then we watched the Billie Holiday movie. The Billie Holiday. Oh, was it FBI, goodness. United States versus United Billie States Holiday? United States versus Billie Holiday. Yeah, it was oh, yeah, really yeah. good. It, was, it good. was a bit traumatizing. Um, but yeah. It was so good. Um, I mean, I never I wanted to do heroin it. before. 
I don't want to call that the highlight of my week, but it was a good movie. It was a very good movie. It was well done. <laughs> and then, of course, coming to America. Coming that was great. To America. Hilarious. We actually was in another clubhouse room on Saturday talking about what we thought about the movie. And a lot of people started out was like, oh, it was like a 6.5, a 7. I gave it a 7. And then um, as we talked about it and griped about all the things that we didn't like about it, some people dropped their rating to like a 4.5, 5.5. I was like, no, I'm going to keep uh-huh. it a 7. Somebody put it very well and was like, oh, no, it was like the black um the black austin powers i was like you know what it was kind of like a black austin powers because the first one the first coming to america is like it has a deep story like this Mm -hmm. young man Mm -hmm. you know is feeling constrained by his life and he wants to go off and find himself and find himself an intentionally couple Mm -hmm. (laughs) and find a partner that he wants to grow with right this coming to america did not have a deep story like that it didn't have anything that i was emotionally attached to but it was a lot of funny moments Far more right. a comedy than than a right. regular. No, it was nothing. But people were saying like it was gimmicky. It was kind of slapstick or whatever. Well, not slapstick, but like gimmicky or whatever. All and of, most of the old, old cast was there. Yeah. So I mean, they played on all the old jokes, right. which I did not find to be bothersome. Because no, I ain't laughed like that in a while, and it was just silly. Like they didn't yeah, take themselves so seriously. Silly. They wasn't trying to outdo the old one. They were just having a good time. But it was not like just a reunion. that. I was saying yes, exactly. It was like a reunion. I was saying to the, in the room in the clubhouse room like if in living color came back today I would not be able to hold it up to the same standard mm-hmm. if Martin came back today I couldn't hold it no. up as, to the same standard as I did late 80s early 90s because our comedy has changed political yeah. rec- political correctness yeah, stuff has you changed. can say then exactly. you can't say now it's not gonna be as funny because so, it don't hurt as much exactly so <laughs> I wasn't expecting 30 years later coming to America to be anywhere near (laughs) all the main characters have moved in different directions like somebody else should be the focal point but i still think it was yes in the face i still (sighs) think it was good i I still think it was good so that was pretty much like a good highlight of this week well when i heard you say seven i was like i'll give it an eight just because i i want to i don't want to (laughs) deconstruct it and tear it down it's funny it made me laugh a lot yeah. So, I wanted to laugh. Let us know what y'all think. Yeah. Let's talk about them damn kids. Them damn kids. Let's talk about them damn Ooh. kids. <laughs> Yo, okay, so for this week, I wish I had a good funny story to tell y'all, but these children have been well behaved. Mm. Well, uh, <laughs> they've been well behaved to me. Mm-hmm. I've been a little bit more disciplinarian type with them. so And we've been playing too. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I, I wasn't taking no shit from them. So <laughs> maybe that's why I don't have no good jokes. Mm-hmm. But they've been amazing. They've kind of been all over me this week. Like Kai wants to hug all the time. Mm-hmm. And even TJ's trying to climb on me and Sanai's jumping on me. Something's going on. Mm-hmm. Something's going they on. They need to get jumping. out. They need to get a life. They need, oh God! Wow, it may be because we they they got the Stockholms. Yeah, they need to get a life. They, they need to go have some <laughs> friends and do stuff on their own, you know. But so the highlight for um the milestone, I think, for all of them, they trying to negotiate a lot more. I'm like, yo, I said this is what's for dinner. Like this is what's in your plate. Oh my goodness! This is what you're gonna eat, and I, if you don't want to eat it, you can you can go to sleep. Yeah. You can move on to the next phase because we, I'm not discussing this. So we've been ordering a lot of food. It's my fault. I'm supposed to be cooking. But... Listen, you can't give tax money to nobody. <laughs> so anyway, we bought some sliders for the kids. And I bought sliders because if you buy them too much, then they waste the food. If you, mm-hmm. you know. Waste my money. So I was like, 
let me just get some sliders. They each got two mm-hmm. sliders. Mm-hmm. I die. <laughs> serve the children their food. Sliders and broccoli. Serve the children their food. Turn around to serve himself. Turn back around. <laughs> and Kyrie's plate was empty except for the broccoli. And we were like. And then he goes, what else is available? <laughs> You gonna shit a whole cow because <laughs> how did you eat that that did fast? You that? Did you breathe? Because I didn't hear him breathing. Oh my oh god! My goodness. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So okay, that's what I got for them. So we were in the car, and I don't know how we got to talking about where babies come from, kinda. Hmm. But I was like, you know, children can have two mothers, children can have two fathers, mm. children can have aunts. You know, that are raising them or grandparents that are raising them or whatever. Or they could be adopted or they can have a donor. And they were like, Tatum goes, what's a donor? Mm. And I said, a donor is when someone donates either a fully born baby or, you know, a sperm and an egg to create a baby. You know, for people who may not be able to have children on their own. And Kyrie's like, yeah, like a stranger that says, here, take this baby. <laughs> and Sanai's like, yeah. You've earned it. What? <laughs> oh, what? What? Me too. What? Oh, goodness. What? Yeah. You've yeah. earned it. What? <laughs> Never thought about it like that. Never tonight. thought about that. And then later in the week, I was looking over because, you know, since COVID, I got a bunch of house plans and was trying to like (laughs) not have to look at these walls all the time and just was, you know, trying to decorate. So I said, oh, you know, I really need to water my plants. I haven't watered my plants in a long time. And Kyrie goes, yeah, you haven't worn pants in like a year or two, I think. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, I was talking about my plants. Second of all, why you over here? Why are you trying to play me? <laughs> I actually was wearing pants at the time. <laughs> I texted to my friend and she was like, were they soft pants? Because they, those don't count. No. <laughs> so she been told too. <laughs> right? Why are you wearing no pants? What's going on in these days? Ay, ay, These oh, children wow. are savages. It's time for Ask a Die, where we read and answer a question from you, our listener family. Send your questions to itstheblackspark at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at the Black Spark Podcast. What do our lovely listeners want to know? So in discussing intentional coupling this week, one of the topics that came to mind was why is it that so many men try to hold on to women who they know they don't want to marry. Like, why? That's the question for a die. Why? Would explain your species to us? Species. Enlighten us. For those men, because I don't know how what percentage, but for those men who are holding on to women they don't actually want to marry, it's probably because they're not. They they probably thinking that's the best they could get. They're probably thinking there's not somebody else out there. And they waiting for, you know, the 80-20. They waiting for that yeah. next percentage, but they don't realize they got the whole honey right there. You I guess. I, mean? I, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's... Or they like being a player, and that's what's going on. That could be that. That could be what's going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it could be also that... I mean, I don't know. who's Is she ready to marry him, too? Could just be selfishness. Yeah, I mean, that's the, that, I mean that's part of what I'm saying in the first part of the answer. Like, he's he wants something better, but he doesn't... 
necessarily have it right now, so he's being selfish and just holding on to her, mm. stringing her along. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All the while, possibly having an exit strategy. Got it. Mm-hmm. But if he don't get one, eventually he'd be like, ah, I guess I'll take it. Yeah, but what? How long? How long is that going to be? I don't know. <laughs> Again, I don't know these men. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it like I, like I said, the whole topic of intentional coupling made me think of this because it's like I've had relationships with guys where they made it very clear in the beginning that this was not a boyfriend and girlfriend relationship. Mm-hmm. And were definitely checking me, like, whenever I would think, like, we were falling into the relationship category, they were like, no, 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 you're not my girlfriend. Like, mm. And so I appreciated that. Mm. Like, after getting older, of course, it stung at the time mm. because we were doing boyfriend-girlfriend things, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think that's part of the question. It's like, that's what I mean by sending mixed signals. It's like, you're doing relationship things. You're doing, we're growing together things. Mm-hmm. And then you, but you know, in the back of your head, like you not trying Which to. Which is acting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, and I'm clear on my role. And right. Every time you try to break the fourth wall. Right. It's like, right. no, 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 stay in the show. <laughs> stay in the show. You know, so I don't know. I, with intentional coupling, it's when someone presents you with that saying, hey, no, this is just a, this is just fun times. Mm-hmm. Then you can decide whether or not you want to stay or go. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of people. But would, nobody, those people who would hold on don't want to have, they want to have somebody. Right. They want to hold on to somebody. They but want they to have someone. They want to be but, possessive of. And, but they don't want to marry. Them. Yes, it, but they don't want to be possessed. And it's fine if the yeah. person that you're with doesn't want to be married. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what it's I mean? It's fine, yeah. But, but if the other person, if the woman that you're with, not the case. in this case, is yeah. looking to be married and you're just holding on to hold on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, there's many reasons why yeah, this, plenty this of one reasons. behavior. But yeah, those are the, wow. I think, top of my head what I could figure out. I, I mean, it's also, I mean, the fact that you premise it with the aspect of intentional coupling just it opens the door to people are not intentionally coupling. And not being and honest so, in the beginning. Not yeah. being honest with the communication of what it is that you're looking for in a relationship. I mean, that's why I was single for a while in college. So people were like, you know, they, you know, I'm like, nah, I don't want nothing to do with you. <laughs> See, I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. It's like, I'm not trying to be in a growing relationship with anyone. I know yeah. where this is trying to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like I said, years ago. Because I just wanted one thing. And I was like, I had other things I was trying to do. So if, if I'm trying to do you, then that's not doing me. And I'm doing me. <laughs> so, no. Yeah, I appreciate that. I think that that takes courage, though. Mm. I'm not trying to emasculate men and saying that they're not being courageous. But I think there is just a, a tendency in men and women to not want to disappoint the other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, exactly. And so while it takes courage to be like, no, I'm not trying to be in a relationship and just be a stand for that at all times, mm-hmm. you know, it's also that you don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. You know that they want to be in a relationship. You know that they want to take this to a next level and you don't want to be the one to hurt their feelings. And yeah. Kind of- and playing house feels good. So it's a kind of catch 22. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yo, but it's good. It feels, it's fun. So yeah, there's multiple reasons why one might do this. It could be it could be that you're just selfish. Mm-hmm. It could be that you're not intentionally coupling. You don't actually want to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. It could be you're playing. 
it could also be that playing house feels good. Mm-hmm. And so if I got to go through all the drama of breaking your heart, then, then I ain't going to have nobody. Why would I do that? <laughs> like, I'm just going to keep you around. That's selfishness nice. player and playing house all rolled into one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, there's levels to this shit, you know? <laughs> it could be any one of them. All right. Yeah. Welcome to the Black Spot. Oh, shit. That's simple science. Knowledge. Life hacks and shit. This week, we're going to talk about keeping your word, whether it's in relationships or in general life or at work. Here are three tips. Mm-hmm. First, be honest with yourself. Oh my gosh, that's so important. And so hard sometimes. <laughs> like you have to know what it is that you like, what it is you don't like, what it is you're willing to do, what it is you're not willing to do, and be <laughs> What hill honest. are you willing to die on? Yeah, because mm-hmm. sometimes I think people take on new projects or new whatever new just not to disapp- yep. disappoint other people. And it's like you have to be honest with yourself with what you can handle and what you want to do. When it comes to the different dimensions of our lives, we're not all clear on what our why is. Mm-hmm. And so if the why is not adequate, people's hows just fall apart and mm-hmm. they're not going to keep mm-hmm. their word. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So you got to be honest. Oh, I love this one. Get comfortable with saying no. Ooh. If everybody was just born and raised in New York City, we would have this problem, okay? okay. Oh, just okay. learn how to say no. I saw something on social media somewhere. It says that the difference between New Yorkers and Angelinos, so people, you know, born and raised in Los Angeles, is that New Yorkers are kind where Los Angelinos are nice. Meaning. Oh my, wow, yes. what a difference. Yes, meaning nice is performative. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you something, I'm going to say hi, I'm going to be bubbly, but New Yorkers are kind. I'm not going to be nice, I'm not going to say hi, I'm not going to be bubbly. But, but if, if you, you really are, no, look, if you are any kind of a parent and you're pushing a stroller and you stand at the top of a subway station stairs, the next person who comes along will help you down the stairs. Yeah. They won't say hi, good morning, nothing. They, <laughs> they will just help you down the stairs to keep you moving because clearly you need help to keep moving. I'm going to keep, keep it moving. I'm not necessarily going to be nice to you. No, okay? No. So that's the difference. So <laughs> I know I digress, but <laughs> I'm saying y'all got to get some New York in you. Uh, ooh. Mm. <laughs> hey, we almost done recording. And just learn how to say no sometimes. Mm, it's super important. And here's the thing. Knowing how to say no will keep you safe from overcommitting yourself. Absolutely. If you don't say yes, then you got nothing to lose. You're just going to do what you're doing. Yes. So, But when you really learn to say no, it gets you clear on what you want to say yes to. Because you're going to fill your life with something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when you fill your life with things that are meaningful to you, then your why is adequate and your how becomes easy. Look at this. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then the last one, you got to have some foresight. Yes. Be able to see a little bit into the future. Look at your plate right now. Literally look at your calendar. Look at your calendar. (laughs) Literally. Look at what it is that you already are doing and see if you're able to add this new commitment. And that goes for relationships Mm -hmm, too. mm -hmm. Like look at what you're doing. Are you able to commit to another girlfriend at this time? (laughs) Hey, I got to drive a whole way across this town, across the city to to see my second family. Do I have time for that this week? No, but seriously, seriously, like if you're thinking about getting into a relationship and intentionally coupling, look into, look at your plate right now and see if mm-hmm. you have space for another person. See if you have space for this. If you need, if your girlfriend needs you to go take her car to the shop, 
Can you do, do you this? Do you have three hours? Can you do, do you this? Three hours? You know what I mean? No, but seriously, like, can you do it? That way you're not overextending yourself. You're not making promises that you can't keep. Like, because those, those ruin relationships. That makes it so that the other person can't trust you. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it happens. And we're not saying that following these rules is going to be, you know, save everything. We're just saying it's a good, it's a good roadmap. Because um, the other side of it is you end up, just nobody can trust your word. Yeah. And I've struggled with that my whole life. <laughs> so just, woo, woo, yeah, woo. Yeah. Woo, woo. You've yeah. been pretty good at it in the last uh, 20 years, I guess. Yeah, for us. <laughs> You've been pretty good at it. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. It's Nia's Need to Know. You want it. It's, it's Nia's Need to Know. Ratchet random. It's Nia's Need to What's Know. What's your name? It's yes, Nia's Need to Know. So I saw you watched a little bit of TV this week. I don't know if there's anything you need to know. Do you do you need to know anything? Yes, there's a number of things that I need to know, and some things I'd like to share with them with the others. Oh, switching it up now, switching it up. <laughs> what you got to say? So March fourth came and went. That it did. With a out of bang. <laughs> <laughs> there was no QAnon storming the Capitol. There was no reinstallation of the orange orangutan back oh, wow. into the, wow. back into the White House. It was just a nothing burger, as they like to say. <laughs> so I've watched videos and the QAnon adherents are just like, hey, that just means that Trump has another plan. So we'll wait to see what the next plan is. But as of right now, nothing's going to change their mind. Yes, exactly. So we found the voter fraud, y'all. We found oh. voter fraud. Oh, Republican Judge Thomas Ramirez III was arrested along with three other people on 150 counts of voter fraud. They're accused of multiple charges, including ballot harvesting at nursing homes in South Texas. Wow. So, yeah, again, I don't give a shit about those 150... 150? 150 is... That's nothing. It's nothing. That's what we've been saying. There's always been some inconsistencies and inaccuracies, but nothing has been able... Nothing has been to the scale that it would overturn anybody's election. So just relax. Not that we know of. (laughs) Well, here we go. (laughs) A judge ruled that only one member of the Floyd family can attend the uh, Derek Chauvin trial that's supposed to start this week. So there's that. You know, it's supposed to be open. I don't, I mean, I I thought our court system and stuff like that was supposed to be open. I thought a lot of things. Exactly. So that was when I was a child. (laughs) (laughs) The Pentagon Inspector General released a review of Republican Ronnie Jackson. He was a White House physician. I forget for which president. It concluded that he made sexual and denigrating comments. He drank alcohol and he violated the policy on taking Ambien while working. While working. I don't know why. A drunk doctor? A drunk White House doctor. The one who's supposed to be looking after the... On Ambien. Yes. So he's just floating around the establishment just like floating. Yeah. Yes. We really need to get... I, I, I don't know how long I'm going to be you able to... You get some drugs. You get some drugs. <laughs> I don't know how long I'm going to be able to stay in this country. Like, this is just... I'd rather go someplace where there was just blatant out in your face, <laughs> not caring this. Like, just stop acting like we care when you got a drugged up White House doctor. Drugged up. Uh, Joe Manchin, y'all. Joe Manchin. 
Oh man, I'm so over Joe Manchin. Animals. Joe, Man- you know what? But someone gave Joe Manchin is a Democrat out of West Virginia, I believe, and he is a centrist, conservative Democrat, and so he's just like a thorn in all of the other Democrat sides right now because he is like fighting, holding up the works. Yeah. I heard another perspective today. I believe I was watching a YouTube video and somebody was like, no, Joe Manchin is a gift to the Democratic Party. I was like, Mm. run that back. Apparently, West Virginia is overwhelmingly supportive of Donald Trump. Like, he won West Mm. Virginia by over 30-something points. Like, it was not even a contest. So to still have a Democratic senator from someplace that's so overwhelmingly Republican, they're like, no, this is a gift. What we need to be doing is making sure that we have good good strong progressive democrats in places mm. that are solidly blue like mm. stop with these centrist people in places that are solidly blue that way we don't have to worry about mm-hmm. that particular that particular guy but right yeah. now he's holding more power in the white and in, in the, not the white house more power in capitol hill than the um, majority leader chuck schumer and it's just it's disappointing and ron DeSantis, who was looking to be president or what run for do? president what do you do he had he refused to vaccinate teachers under the age of fifty. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Because he's an idiot. Why? Why? Meanwhile, Why? he shipped vaccines to his wealthy donors out in the Florida Keys ahead of you know oh. mm-hmm, poor people and people wow. of color and essential workers. So they had to come get in line, right? But CVS told them to shove it, and they were vaccinating all the teachers anyway. So thank God for okay, businesses. Good. The businesses seem to be coming through right now. You got the people who make uh, Mr. Potato Head saying it's not going to be Mr. Potato Head anymore. It's just going to be Potato Head, and we're oh. just going to put all the pieces in the box. And people you can like decide what you want to do, right? And Fox News is going crazy, like, oh my goodness, they got this transgender agenda, and we're like, motherfuckers, no, it's, it's just... a potato. <laughs> Why are you talking about transgender (laughs) agendas? We're talking about a potato with shoes and lips. Listen. (laughs) The fuck? And and arms. Oh my God. Yo, when I was a child, even I knew when Mrs. Potato Head came out, I was like, y'all just trying to make some more money. Exactly. Yo. Y'all just trying to make some more money. It's the same shit. You just added like a few pieces. <laughs> you can sell it in a different box. Oh, And my call it something gosh. different. Yes. That's you could have just sold us more pieces. Y'all some gangster money. <laughs> yes, exactly. Then Fox is upset because um, Dr. Seuss or whoever the company behind Dr. Seuss is like, oh, we're not going to publish these six books which have overtly racist overtones. I don't even say undertones. Overtones. And people like, oh, it's cancel culture. Ain't nobody canceled them. They decided. I thought the Republican Party was all about the free market and letting companies do what they want. The business decided it was no longer lucrative or business ethics-wise to sell that product. Right. They took it off. They took it off. And now they're like, it's cancel culture. They're going to cancel you next. Next, they're going to be canceling Abraham Lincoln. That motherfucker need to be canceled. Okay. Anyway. On to the ratchet. But this is not that ratchet. Cardi B has decided to go into the doll business. Apparently, she's going to be making and selling dolls or something like that. I'm very Caribbean, excited about that. Caribbean dolls. I don't know what kind of dolls, but she's like, you know, one thing people ain't going to stop having is daughters, and them daughters is going to want dolls, so of course, why not? Nah, I'm trying she to, make some she's money. like, I'm already on it. Oh, y'all know I'm on my shmoney game. I'm like, yes, you are, That's man. right. That's yes, right. Yes, you are. So I'm going to be on the lookout for that. <laughs> because for have y'all seen, like, the new Barbie dolls? They all curvy. Some are short. Some are tall. Some are thick. Some are skinny. Some oh, are where? like, yeah, some ain't got no boobs. You know, Barbie used to have, like, triple G boobs. Yeah, yeah if you would yeah. get to 
if you were to get the anatomically cor- correct proportions, that, that thing would not look like that. I've seen those. Jay-Z has sold a majority of title to Jack Dorsey from the tech company Square. He sold it for two, uh, $297 million. Jay-Z bought the company in 2015 for $56 million. Mm. And then the artists that he brought onto the company, some of them got a 3% share in it. So they each made $8.9 million last yes. week. Some of those artists include Alicia Keys, Beyonce, Daft Punk, J. Cole, Kanye West, Madonna, Nicki Minaj, Rihanna, and Usher. Okay. All right. Okay. That's the payday right there. Okay. And is that like, I hope they're going to get royalties and all that jazz. That, I think it was just oh, a payout. Have... Like once okay, you, okay, okay. Since he sold the company, if you sell it after a certain amount of time, you get this amount payout. So that's what happened. So they all got a little come up last week. So very exciting. That worked. <laughs> so apparently there's some news article that said that China has made a COVID anal swab oh, that God. would be mm. mandatory for foreigners coming into the country. They just trying to say don't come here. So Takashi 69s trolling ass tried to clown and said that Lil Nas X entered the chat. Like, oh, Lil Nas X entered the chat. Since it was talking about an anal swab, like trying to, trying to clown <laughs> yeah, him for being yeah, yeah, gay, yeah. right? So Nas X showed a DM on IG no. from Takashi 69 no. where 69 was like, it was like from two, three weeks ago, 69 was like, yeah, I'm going to be in your city soon. What you doing? Mm-hmm. The funny shit about it is <laughs> Lil Nas X left him on red. Like he read it. And you, clearly he read it, but mm-hmm. he never responded. It's like two, three weeks old. Mm-hmm. Like, so 6 9 is coming at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to read this, and I'm not going to respond. He's I like, like, I want nothing to do with you. I want nothing to do with that. No, I want nothing to do with you. And so bro. somebody was like, ooh, if Lil Nas X released all the DMs that he got from all these other undercover oh. celebrities, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What? Stop Stop trying to come for the gay people. Leave them alone. What's, he what's didn't happening need to, now? He didn't need to say a joke just because they said it was an anal swab. He didn't oh, need yeah, to bring Nas yeah. X up at all. You want to come I mean, for me and come for me? The, <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been holding on to that? I, I just made it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. But do we expect anything but craziness out of freaking 6 9 Like, do we put... Any strength behind any of his words? We don't, but I, I'm I would like to know what he meant by I'm coming to your city. What you up to? What you trying to be up to, mm-hmm. boo? What you what mm-hmm. you want to do? Not you. With your rainbow hair. What's <laughs> happening here? And for the send off, I guess I just want to say that the Senate has passed the 1.9 trillion COVID stimulus pandemic relief plan. So now it's gonna go back to the House, and apparent uh, they passed they after passed the it. whole. Reading of the 600 pages? Yes, yes. Jokesters. So the Senate passed it with zero Republican support. Hmm. They're going to pass it back to the House, which passed it the first time with zero Republican support. Hmm. So it's going to pass. So hmm. my what I want to know is what y'all going to do with y'all stimmy? What y'all doing with y'all stimmy? <laughs> because there were so-called economists out here talking yeah, about, you know, they didn't want to give this much in terms of stimulus because too many people were saving it. And they put in the savings category people who were paying off debt and paying off credit card bills and stuff like that. So they're like, too many people are saving it, too many people are using it to pay off debt, and not enough people are using it to, quote unquote, stimulate the economy. I'm like, are you going to have to you take the paying off credit cards out of the savings? I'm not That's, saving money by paying off no, credit cards. It's it not in my bank. It, it don't go right to me. It flows through my account. <laughs> it flows right through. So what are you talking about? What y'all going to do? Saving my ass, you mean? <laughs> exactly. Because I went Getting a monkey off my debt. back, you mean? 
to be able to last this long. And now you know I need I mean? to pay that back. Anyway. You wild. So what y'all gonna do? Start businesses. I mean, businesses are pretty cheap to start now. Lots of yeah, stuff you can do online. You yeah, know? So, Yo, there's massive going on. People are coming yeah. up right now. So what y'all gonna do? Let me know. I want to hear about it. Leave us a DM in the comment section. IG or send us an email. Whatever you got to yes, do. Yes, all of those things, please. <laughs> all those things. All Reach those out. Things. Reach out. Let <laughs> We're here know. for you. Yo, <laughs> you know what you could do? <laughs> you could buy you could buy me an Xbox from across the country because ain't none of them. I know I've checked. Ain't none of them over here within two hundred and fifty miles I of checked. my location. It's not here. Somebody. <laughs> that's what you it's should do. It's not in New York either. I checked. Two, it's two hundred fifty miles from well, New York. Whoever City, is there. in Nebraska, whatever, <laughs> whatever these other states are that you're listening to our show, we don't even know who you are. Give me give me an Xbox. <laughs> just give me money. <laughs> I can use that. Oh man, no seriously. You're gonna to want to invest your money. You could either if you can, get, if you can, if you can, get yourself a little Bitcoin. I hear gold is acting funky um, because of some stuff going on. But honestly, find try to find a low cost investment that you can get into right now. Because if you got a little extra money, one of my mentors was like, "Yo, every time I get a raise, I don't let that flow through my cash flow. I just put it into investments. Mm-hmm. I just put it into debt. I just put it into these if places. Because if you can live off, yeah, mm-hmm. again, that's the caveat. If you can live off of what you already have." Try to figure out how you could build more for the future of what you're going to have mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with the little extra cheese you got. So flip that stimmy, y'all. Flip that stimmy, baby. <laughs> Spark it up. Spark it up. Thanks for checking us out. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the Black Spark Podcast. And if you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening.